podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Monday the 20th of February. Arsenal have re-established their lead at the top of the table following a thrilling late victory over Aston Villa on Saturday. The Gunners came from behind twice to win 4-2 at Villa Park, with their final two goals coming deep into stoppage time. They go two points clear of second place Man City with the game in hand. City, meanwhile, surprisingly dropped points at Nottingham Forest as they drew one all at the City ground. A dominant City performance was undermined by poor finishing. Chris Wood scored a late equaliser for the hosts, who are five points above the relegation zone. Elsewhere on Saturday, it was a poor weekend for Chelsea as they lost 1-0 at home to struggling Southampton. Everton secured a vital three points at home to Leeds. Bournemouth halted Wolves' resurgence by beating them 1-0 at Molyneux. And Liverpool looked back to themselves, winning 2-0 at Newcastle, who drop out of the top four and have to play the Carabao Cup final on Sunday without keeper Nick Pope. On Sunday, Manchester United beat Leicester 3-0 at Old Trafford. The score was flattering for the hosts, who could easily have gone behind on a couple of occasions in the first half. David De Gea pulling off two wonderful saves to deny Harvey Barnes and Kelechi Iheanacho. Marcus Rashford continued his phenomenal form by scoring twice. And Jadon Sancho continues his recovery with a lovely third goal to wrap things up. Tottenham moved into the top four with a 2-0 win over struggling West Ham. Emerson Royale opened the scoring for Spurs before Heung-Min Son came off the bench to score the second. West Ham were very negative throughout the game and the performance, along with the result, will pile pressure on David Moyes. And the body of footballer Christian Atsu, who died after an earthquake hit Turkey two weeks ago, has been returned to his native Ghana. Atsu, who played for Premier League sides Chelsea, Everton and Newcastle, was found dead on Saturday under his home in southern Turkey. He'd been playing for the Hatterspor club. The winger played 65 times for Ghana's national team and helped his side reach the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations final. Those are your headlines. OK then, let's start with Arsenal going back to the top of the table properly back they were back on goal difference now they're back they're back two points ahead with a game in hand and around the 19 minute mark of that game against Aston Villa you thought this is a tough one to take for Arsenal they've had a pretty tricky run of games dropped a few points lost to Man City in the week they needed to bounce back and on 90 minutes you thought ah this this feels like it may be a turning point in the season it feels like they've lost control a little bit the heads have gone a little bit but actually, they got the winner, and the third goal came in the funniest possible way. Emi Martinez, who had been time-wasting, I think someone worked out, it was nine minutes of the second half he'd uh, taken off the clock. All that time-wasting, and then to see one go in off his head like that was obviously brilliant. Whether you're an Arsenal fan or not, you can appreciate that as an objectively very funny thing to see. Um, and then, of course, they, they wrap it up once Villa have gone all guns to get an equaliser. So... 4-2 it was, fantastic result for them. And then coupled with that, Man City go to, to Forest and just miss chance after chance after chance. Really, really poor from them. It's interesting because City are maybe the only team I can think of in, in modern history in the Premier League who are clinical, who do just go and put teams away. It's so, so rare that you see City do what they did on Saturday. It's so rare that you see them dominate a game with the possession they had, the amount of shots they had, the amount of great chances they created, and not take at least two, three, four of them. How many times have we seen City go to a team in the bottom half of the table and put four or five past them and not even really work up a sweat? Fair play to Forest, they stuck in it, and when you're 1-0 down, you're always in the game still, and Chris Wood... Chris Wood getting an equaliser on 84, 85 minutes, whatever it was. 
and if you don't take your chances, you don't deserve to win the game. And, uh, you know, Forrest capitalised. They're now five points clear of the drop zone, doing better than people thought, doing very well, I'd say. Um, and the fact that Lingard and Gibbs-White, those injuries weren't as bad as first feared, is a huge, huge plus. And they've got a shot still. They've still got a shot of staying up, definitely. I think the issue is, we've mentioned this before on the show, but the strength of the teams down down that bottom end is the problem. And like we saw, we saw with uh, Sean Dyche's Everton beating Leeds on Saturday, Southampton getting a great result, Bournemouth getting a great result. It's such a difficult, difficult division. I think this year more than more than quite a few in recent years. Let's talk about United then. They beat Leicester 3-0 at Old Trafford. As I said in the headline though, David De Gea, he's, he's got his critics and I've been one of them in the past, but those two saves were huge. Because Leicester were dominating the game. They, they were far the better team for the first half an hour. And David Gea kept them in them. And they were excellent saves. They weren't just saves that you expect him to make. The first one from Harvey Barnes was such a strong hand to get to. Getting there's fine, but most keepers it would go straight through the wrist. Now David Gea has been accused of having weak wrists at times, but he really showed his his quality there. And then the second one from the Ianacho header was... Yeah, fantastic. And that's what keeps you in it. And James Madison referenced it afterwards, saying that you know once those saves have been made and then Rashford scores, it does sort of take the wind out of you, doesn't it? It's difficult to, to believe after that. So good result for United, who have got a big week. They've got Barcelona's second leg on Thursday night, followed by the Carabao Cup final. I'm sure we'll cover all of that during this week. And we'll finish then with Spurs. 2-0 against West Ham. Of course, great result for Spurs. Similar tale to what we've heard a few times this season. Nothing in the first half. But then the second half, they didn't have to really turn it up much more, really. West Ham were there for the taking from from the get-go. And I would be very concerned now if I was a West Ham supporter. David Moyes seems a little bit like a rabbit in the headlights at the moment. And this is an experienced manager, a very good manager, who's done brilliant work in his in his past. Done brilliant work with, with, uh, with West Ham. But I feel like there's something seems to have changed in that squad. Maybe the attitude towards him or the attitude towards the game. I don't know. But there was nothing there from West Ham on Sunday. It was really, really poor, really hard to watch. At the end of the game, very few West Ham supporters still in that end. They left very, very quickly. Uh, once you start to lose the away support, it feels like it's a slippery slope. The away support, they're your guys. They are really the closest thing to the embodiment of a football club you can get. What are your away support like? Once you start losing them, it's it's difficult. Anyway, I've gone on for way too long. Uh, this has been the Whistleblowers Daily. If you like it, share it, tell your friends, do whatever, I don't know. Um, I'll be back same time, same place tomorrow with more Whistleblowers Daily. Sports Social Podcast Network.